1: hello and welcome to the naked professors podcast it's christmas time and we're interrupting the round table conversation with james haskell tom may and paul doran jones to bring a christmas special because i recently recorded a little conversation about christmas called all i want for christmas just to sharing my favorite parts of christmas and everything that i love about christmas and then we'll be back next week with james tom and Dozer to finish off the round table conversation and lead us off into the new year thanks very much for listening i hope you enjoy it
2: as we delve deeper into december we are getting more and more Christmassy. thank you for finding our very special christmas podcast all i want for christmas you may have found us by accident you may have found us entirely deliberately in which case well done you welcome along my name is mark i'm one third of a podcast called baffled normally once described as a comedy-based fact podcast that one's not even funny, that's actually what it is. But for the Christmas season, I'm on loan to this Right Here podcast series where we invite other podcasters on to curate their perfect Christmas day. And our guest on the podcast this week, from the wonderful podcast The Naked Professors, it's Ben Bidwell. Ben, how are you? Oh, Mark, thank you. Um, I'm good, I'm good.
1: Well, I'm, I'm as we just discussed briefly off air, I'm, I'm, I'm busy, but I'm good. I'm, I'm grateful for
2: lockdown, as I just said. Yeah, it's always It's nice to be busy at the moment, though, isn't it? There's a lot of people who are just kind of scratching around going i don't really have anything to do so it's nice to be busy at least i guess
1: it really is yeah it's very true because yeah you're right it's it's not a busy time for lots and and yeah i've got to be grateful for everything going on so yeah i am i'm grateful for that
2: now you're busy but are you too busy to get in the christmas mood that's the big i'm I'm
1: definitely not in the christmas mood yet where are we at what's the date the eighth okay so it's not too late i've got some time
2: yeah this podcast is going to be the start of getting you in the christmas mood yes i Uh, need that we're we're going to go through and we're going to basically curate your perfect christmas that Mm. is the end yes okay um so let me start off by asking you what is your relationship with christmas are you a massive christmas person Are you just someone who gets involved because it comes around every year
1: No, I love Christmas. I do love Christmas. Do you know what? I'm probably in the middle because I'm not an over-the-top, like, let's do everything. But I do love, I love, like, the time where everything just stops and we have nowhere to be, nothing to do but just spend time with our family, eating chocolate or whatever it is we're eating, around the fire, um, doing very little with, but just being so, like, just being present if that makes sense like i I'm, I'm, it's rare i get to do that these days running my own business there's always stuff to do but christmas no one's doing anything so it's just i love that time
2: family eat yes. nothing you always think christmas is that nice time of year where like if you go on a holiday any other point of the year you've got to come back and catch up on what you've missed because the rest of the world has kept turning but at christmas everyone stops so everyone gets that break that's
1: what I was trying to say, but you've just done it much better than me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'll continue just to ask the question. Um, so where would you normally spend your Christmas?
1: I think pretty much every year of my life, I've spent it at my family home, at my mum and dad's house. I think once or twice we've kind of done, kind of you know, gone and found a country home somewhere or something like that. But yeah, pretty much it's been in Brighton, down with my mum and dad and my two brothers, and usually my auntie.
2: And I imagine, therefore, that would be the setting for your perfect Christmas. If that's what you're used to, if that's what you know and you love, that would be your perfect Christmas, I guess. Oh,
1: yeah! I, like it, it is perfect in its simplicity, and like the family come together. It's the one time every year we all know we're going to come together. Um, so, yeah, really, like for what it for what it is, that that's that's all I want. I think, really, yeah, family time and, and back into my home. Yeah, um, we we're, like it's not the nice thing about it is. If the sun shines, if it's like one of one of the days I could hear today where the sun is shining, but it's a bit cold and crisp, then we usually try and go down to the seafront. And that, that's just a really nice atmosphere. Everyone's out there. It's kind of festive and merry. And I feel like that'll be extra this year because, you know, people will be celebrating something. They don't have much to celebrate. And then for the last couple of years, we've gone for a swim in the sea in the morning. Um or freezing, <laughs> freezing, yeah. I mean, I'd say a swim in the sea. It's not like we're going in and we're having like a really lovely, you know, <laughs> long swim. We're getting in the sea and then we're getting out. Um, but it kind of, I don't know, it's part of it, and it, I really enjoy it. And after you feel so awake and so alive, and like you've accomplished something, and now it's like now we can just enjoy Christmas Day,
2: yeah. I can, I, I can see the appeal. I mean, you're never going to catch me doing it, <laughs> yeah. but I can see the appeal. <sighs> It's that my parents live in Northumberland, so they're in the north. And there's loads of people up there who do the same. They go in the North Sea and I'm like, Brighton, a bit more, a little warmer, not much, but a little warmer at least. Mm -hmm. But the North Coast, those people are crazy. That is 100% never going to happen. I think you're missing out, Mark. Honestly. Uh, Am I? Because the difference is is that I'm warm. (laughs) So No, but you're seeing
1: it too short-sighted. You see, Yeah, you are in that moment. But, there was part of me that my mates this maybe this will answer the question when i used to see other people swimming in the sea i was like oh like i kind of wish that i could do that that's kind of quite like i bet they feel quite good once they've done it whereas maybe you're someone who's like what are they doing those idiots i have absolutely no interest in that in which case i'm with you but yeah. yeah
2: that is that is kind of my view like boxing day morning for example my dad and my sister will always go for a run and me and Mum will sit there in our pajamas, having a bacon sandwich with coffee. And I mean, yeah, sure, they feel great they have got endorphins and they're fitter. But I still think I've won because I haven't—I haven't had to go for a run. They've—they've they've ended, started, and ended in the same place, so really, they've gained nothing. And I've had bacon and coffee, so that's my Christmas attitude—nice and relaxing. Let's not get cold. Let's not go for runs or swims. That's the—that's the view I've got. But this is about your perfect Christmas, so we'll count that in. That's a nice. That's how I win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, you dude. win. Okay. So you're, you're the guest. You're allowed to win on this. <laughs> Thank you. Let's talk about the build up. How soon do you, do you go down on Christmas Day itself? Do you go down for a few days beforehand? Obviously 2020 might be a bit different, but in your perfect Christmas, how long do you spend at home?
1: oh it's that fine balance isn't it because i love going home but within half an hour i'm like oh my god i need my own space (laughs) like i can't can't believe we're having this conversation um but no i kind of love it and and as i've got older i've kind of in my language i've surrendered more into kind of everyone's personalities and accepted them for who they are and not trying to change them and get irritated and just try and embrace it's a period of time and whilst my parents might drive me a bit mad like they're not going to be here forever and and i can enjoy that that you know, line of questioning they come from or whatever it is. So these days I'd go for as as long as I can, really, if I'm honest, probably I'd say maybe there's a maximum a week in me, but yeah, um, yeah, I try and do maybe go down on like the 21st, 22nd, soak it up a little bit, get the last bits of Christmas shopping and kind of see the tree. Cause I never have a tree in my, in my flat in London, but my mum's always put up a couple of trees and kind of feel like it's Christmas now, because when you work for yourself in London, in my flat, it's, it's, you know, every day is the same. And there's always work to be done so then i get home i start i start christmas obviously this year i've got this podcast and now i'm christmas is starting early but um normally it's yeah when i get home it feels like christmas so yeah 21st 22nd um and then head back on like the 27th or 28th
2: so you really are a late christmaser then if you've got no christmas tree in your flat it's just kind of when you go home that's when christmas starts i think so
1: yeah, I, I like honestly. I've, I haven't considered it. I, see, I like seeing like the Christmas trees in the streets and the lights up and stuff, but I, d- I just don't really consider
2: it. It's... So I'm, I'm guessing, therefore, no Advent calendar on the go right now. <laughs> no
1: Advent calendar. There's not, there's not a sign of Christmas in my flat. I'm sorry to say. Oh, it's man, bad, isn't ben, it? Ben, Ben, Ben. I know, I know, but you know, I'm doing a Christmas podcast, so give me a that break. counts. That yeah. counts. <laughs>
2: exactly. That counts. <laughs> So what about Christmas shopping? How organised are you with your shopping? Oh, I hate Christmas shopping. Are you a last minuteer
1: Um... Normally, I'm not. Normally, I try and do it where if I see something, I just grab it because I can't stand that pressure to walk in and go, I've got to get this, this, and this. And then you just get something rubbish. And then you're handing it over thinking this is a terrible present. I'm almost embarrassed to give it to you, but I just had to get you something. So I like to try and just start like, at any, any point. I think I've done it before in like October and November when I've seen something and I've just been like, that would be great for you know my mum or my auntie or whatever it is and just grab it. Um, this year, I've not given it a thought. Um, so I guess it's looking more last minute, but now you're reminding me, maybe I need to, um, yeah, start the process. I, I hate that last, I hate that 21st, 22nd. I need to get my presence. It's, it lingers. It, it carries a weight on my shoulders.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then it starts becoming more stressful because yeah. you almost start thinking, well, I just need anything. Just anything will do. Anything. And then suddenly no ideas come. No. So you're like, well, what can I get at the last minute? And everything becomes harder. And it's but so like,
1: busy as well at that point. Yeah. And the art find so the, the time trying to find the time yeah but every shop is rammed and the other thing it tends to be cold at that kind of time of year and you're wandering around the streets in your master mm. jacket and your big jumper and then you go into a shop it's got the heating on full blast and then you are having to take all that off because it's unbearable i hate being hot and i'm like it's unbearable in here and then it's just constantly in this flux of like walking in ram shop boiling hot freezing cold don't know what to get it's just it's not that's no that's that's the bit of christmas i don't like at all
2: yeah i am <laughs> I am with you there. I'm going to put you in the organized category because if you normally are starting around October, November, even just like I've seen that I'm going to get it, I'm, I'm counting that as organized. That's good, that, isn't it? That's definitely in the top 10% of people, I think. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't even start thinking about it till maybe about today, the 8th of December.
1: No, yeah. No, good. I'm grateful to get some, um, some respect for that. Thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> respect is given. Uh, now, in your perfect Christmas... You're at home in Brighton. Who's with you? How many people are you having around for Christmas Day?
1: Well, are we allowed to bring people back from the dead?
2: Go on. It's, I mean, it's, it's your perfect Christmas. You can do whatever you want. So yeah, of course you can.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, Christmas has got smaller and smaller for us. Um, over the years, we've got no children, um, me and my siblings, or um, my cousins. So there's no no little ones at all. And so each year, it's Christmas has got smaller and smaller as our, as our grandparents have, have sadly died off. And it's just become now like once upon a time there was probably 12 or 15 of us with the full family and you saw everyone. everyone and now it's down to 6 of us um it's kind of all just separated a little bit and i really i miss you know, my my grandma was such a special woman and she just brought this new humor and and yeah it's just a different energy that i never got used to She's such a sweet amazing amazing woman so i'd love i love a christmas with her i would absolutely love that but um so if you can magic that, then that would really would be Father Christmas. That is best. But otherwise, do you know what? Like um, just like the six of us, it's, so there's, I've got three brothers, there's five of us, and then my auntie comes too. And, you know, that that is nice too. It's low key. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's just what Christmas is meant to be, a, a little walk for me and a lovely lunch, then a fire. We play some games if we can sort of bully my brothers into it. Um, and then everyone sort of falls asleep or sort of, you know, just kind of goes out and then we all sort of stumble to bed at kind of 10 or 11 Um, and it's just been like a long sort of progressive day that blends into one, Um, but a day that I don't have any other time of the year. So it's like it's beautiful for its uniqueness, you know, and I cherish it more and more for that. and I'm not really a big drinker. So my mum's usually the one. I quite like to see my mum get drunk. Um, and, and she normally, or my auntie normally drags her into it. And then they are laughing at how much they screwed up lunch. And it's kind of, <laughs> that's, all, that's all kind of part of it. And then we all sort of like, you know, abuse my mum for being too drunk. And it's kind of, it's all part of the fun, you know, it kind of plays out yeah. the same every year. And I, I love that, you know. Um, so I don't have high, I don't have high heat needs for Christmas. I'd love in the future for some little, whether they're nieces or nephews or my own kids to be, you know, to add a bit of flair to Christmas. Yeah, But, um, but yeah, I love the, the, the simpleness of just a winter fire family um, and like low key energy, you know, just spending time doing not much together.
2: I like that. I like just the simple, simple strip back. That's, yes. that's kind of for a lot of people. That's, that is the perfect Christmas. You don't have to go lavish. You don't have to go over the top. It's just a case of no, I just want friends, family, fun the three f's the important ones That's it, <laughs> and just a bit of relaxation because uh, i mean I, at the end of the day it is a chance to reset especially after the year that we've just had it yeah. is a chance to sort of just take a break reset and get yourself ready for 2021 i guess
1: i was wondering when i was saying it if i was kind of feel like oh what have we done getting ben on the podcast if that's his perfect christmas <laughs> if that's a bit dull <laughs> we should have checked this before we did it but actually, I'm wondering now, is are there, are there other conversations you've had of people kind of elaborate plans with like, I'm going to go here and we do this and it's amazing and it's snowing and it's all, I like to add snow into my one actually. But um, but yeah, or is it just like people just love having a low-key day with their family and
2: that's all they need? I think, it, I think it's a mix. I think, you know, family has obviously been key for everyone. Everyone wants to spend it with their family. For some people, that's been huge. That's been 20, 25 people that they want to do. Some people, it's, you know, Three or four people. And I think and I think that's what's so great about Christmas that you know, you're very you'd be very hard pushed to find someone who doesn't like Christmas. But that doesn't mean that they're gonna like Christmas the same way that you do. And I think that's what's so nice about it in a way that everyone celebrates it in a very them way. And that's one of the nice things about this podcast, being able to find out the different ways that people celebrate Christmas. Because there isn't a right way and a wrong way. Mm-hmm. I think it's whatever suits you, whatever is you know, whatever is your traditions, whatever is your way of spending Christmas. It's all about, you know, the individuals, I guess. So, so no, it's been a complete mix so far, to be honest. Mm.
1: Okay, good. Yeah, I like that because it is, I think it, that that is what it is for me. It's a time of tradition. You know, I think, you know, we, we tend to repeat what we do every year, but as I say, I don't do it any other time. So it's beautiful for what it is each time. Um, and we go back to this familiar Christmas day that we have every year together. And yeah, I love that. I love that. The one actually other thing that I heard from from a friend, another family that, that they do, which I don't know, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I have real conflicting emotions around, but I think mm. is fundamentally is a really beautiful thing is that they invite a homeless person into their, into their Christmas dinner every year.
2: Oh, and, really?
1: Yeah. And I just think what a wonderful thing to do because, you know, when you said everyone loves Christmas, kind of suddenly, you know, the voice came into my head that sort of said, well, actually, for some people, it must be an incredibly sad time of year. You know, when you've lost someone, and perhaps you're on your own, or you're not able to do just have the simple Christmas that we're talking about. I'm sure that would be some people's dream, and that really saddens me. And and to be able to make a difference, and to be able to bring someone in and give them a Christmas, um, uh would be beautiful. Would be a really lovely thing to do. But at the same time, being totally honest with you, there is also that conflict in my head. It's like, oh, but at the same time, from a selfish perspective, it's really nice just to know it's just you and your family and you know you can all be you don't have to be anything other than yourselves and so um but that's really selfish you know but that did come into my head that to, to add in a bit of flavor um and you know feel like you're doing something really nice you're giving that and what a beautiful present to give someone um a christmas when they when they, when otherwise they wouldn't
2: exactly and i think i think you're right you know christmas is a is, is a wonderful time for a lot of people for but for some people it is incredibly hard and i think this year more so than ever there's going to be a lot of people feeling sad or lonely at christmas and it's and you know and there's obviously there's plenty of ways that you can you know support that whether it's you know charities or you know these homeless shelters that help out and you know, give christmas dinners or you know like your friend's family bringing homeless people in i think it's a wonderful thing and i think that's one of the the joys of christmas that you know christmas isn't just about presents and it isn't just about giving to the people you know and you love it's about giving to everyone and if you know there is a you know if that has struck a chord with you and you you know there's plenty of charities out there you can give money to and um you know we'll put some we'll put some links uh, to a few of them in the in the podcast description as well
0: Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: We all know how a Christmas carol begins, but you've never heard it like this Marley was dead to begin with, dead as a f- doornail. Now, I don't know why a doornail, they've never had any life to begin with. But bottom line, Marley is dead. A Christmas Carol, The Rude Retelling, read by Brian Harvey. Listen to the uncensored version, out now. Find it wherever you found this podcast, or go to podfollow.com slash scrooge. Buff humbug. Hi, it's Ben Bidwell
1: here, otherwise known as The Naked Professor. I'm popping up to say the brand new series of The Naked Professor's podcast is now live. We're all about having deep and vulnerable discussions about what's really going on and how people are really feeling and dealing with the challenges in their lives. Each episode features a round table of incredible guests. You can expect to hear things like this.
2: You know, the father I was a year ago is different to the father I am now. Past months have been more up and down than I've ever experienced. My stress levels have been elevated since the show came out. I've been working really hard to try and hold the good and the bad in my life at the moment.
1: These conversations are more important now than ever before. So if you want to tune in, and subscribe to the Naked Professors podcast wherever you found this one.
2: But let's get back to your perfect Christmas. Yes. And let's talk about your Christmas morning. mm you're. Uh, I imagine, knowing you, you're an early riser.
1: <laughs> I'm an early riser, yeah. I wish I could have a lion, but I can't. My body just is, has no interest in in staying beyond, I don't know, waking up beyond seven or eight o'clock maximum. If I get to eight, it's like something's happened. That's a bit weird. So, yeah, so up it, early.
2: So is it up early and straight to the sea on Christmas Day, or is the sea a Boxing Day thing?
1: Uh, no, it would well, be kind of a bit of, a bit of sort of like go down and we'll have a slow breakfast and we'll sort of mum will be really excited and she'll have all the Christmas songs on, you know, they'll be blaring out and my brother will paint in hand already. I think she probably would be, you know, and my brother will come Then He'll come down probably a bit after me and try and really kill the mood and turn the radio off and just want to put the news on and just sort of really bar humbug. Um, and then they'll mum and Adam will have a little argument about that and, and sort of she'll call, tell him that he's a spoiled sport and all this. And he'll just, tell her to be quiet or something like this <laughs> and that will play out and we'll have a bit of breakfast and stuff and then hopefully if the sun's shining yeah then the plan will always be from that point we'll we'll head down to the seafront which it's just such a beautiful thing like I, especially in London you know it's such a I find it quite claustrophobic at times yeah. we're in this you know walls and bricks everywhere and um so there's something about being by the coast even on a cold day you can hear the sea and it feels just quite liberating so walking along there and seeing like all the dogs and all the families and everyone, like you said, most people are just, you know, having a brilliant day. And that festive cheer, I kind of feel like, oh, this is lovely. I feel like now, you know, I'm on holiday. Um, This is Christmas, you know, it's, it's lovely. So that's really nice. And then, yeah, and then if, if the sun is shining and it's not freezing cold or it's not raining, then that kind of mixed emotion of we really should go for a swim in the sea, which obviously I don't want to do at all but I also know that it'll bring me something really fun if I do. So um, how how many of you go in the
2: sea? Is it all of you?
1: Well, every year. So I think we first did it about, I don't know, quite a few years ago. And every year since then, my mum has been like, Oh yes, I'm going to go and see. I just didn't have my swimming costume. So every year she's been saying, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And she never did, never did as excuse after excuse. And then last year she made it in with us. So me and my brother and and my mum went in, um, but my dad's done it too as well. So, um, yeah it's just usually just a few of us and it usually draws a little bit of a crowd and we bump into some friends and they kind of come and watch or something and it's it's just a bit of a i don't know it's just it's 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 become a bit of a christmas thing and yeah yeah i love it like getting out of the sea and it's sunny on christmas day um you feel really refreshed you feel so alive you feel like you've accomplished something um that is a really great feeling. I love that. I look, I look forward to it. So yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's it's conflicting. You have the dread before and then you have the ecstasy after.
2: And then back to yours for Christmas lunch, Christmas dinner.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Back to family home. Um, then we start sort of preparing lunch and then my auntie will arrive or, um, yeah, my auntie arrive, and then we'll yeah. Sometimes my my parents will have friends around for some sort of pre lunch drinks, and it's all kind of quite social and stuff. And um, obviously that that won't happen this year, I guess. But um, mm. but yeah, it's kind of just, and we're all sort of probably eating stuff that we shouldn't have. And my mum started to have the sherry or the champagne or whatever <laughs> it is that she's you know started too early, and we're all starting to worry about her. And, um, and-, and is she in
2: con- is she in control of the cooking?
1: yeah she's in control of the cooking and we sort of try and lend a hand and my auntie definitely lends her hand and they've all got their sort of little things like my auntie will do the sprouts and i'll do the gravy and um help Mum with the potatoes and we'll all have our little roles but mums generally but you know worryingly she, she's never got a and she never seems to have a clue what
2: she's doing but it, it all sort of seems to come out in the end somehow it's fine. I'm I'm not convinced that anyone knows what they're doing for Christmas lunch. <laughs> I think I think Chris that's why normally it's like what time of Christmas lunch be two and finally you sit down for dinner at five. I think that's that's the unique thing about Christmas lunch. Yeah. Is that no one really has a clue. It just happens. Yeah, it's magic.
1: Yeah. No, you're right. And that's part of the fun, isn't it? And like, there has to be like, if you, yeah, if you knew it, it was kind of going to be this amazing, delicious lunch, someone you take it for granted, but there's always this element of concern. It's like, is mum going to
2: actually manage to pull this round? Because at the moment it looks like an absolute calamity. And are you very traditional with the Christmas lunch? Is it turkey and all the trimmings and about 20 different things to go with it?
1: Yes, exactly that. Yeah. So yeah, all the, all the stuff, um, yeah, I and mean, yeah, yeah, like it's very very traditional actually the more I think about it we've got everything. There's always a bit of an argument about how, you know, even though I'm 39 years old, how I've got to have a sprout on my plate and I'm like, "Mum, you know, <laughs> you're trying to try to force this when I'm five, but I'm 39 now, so I really have to have this bloody sprout." Um, but that still goes on and yeah, it's just all the trimmings, yeah, and Christmas crackers and hats and yeah, all all the usual stuff, I think. <laughs>
2: Nice. I like that. I like that it hasn't changed over the years, that from five to 39, it's still the same. It's like, no, you will have a sprout. A sprout will sit there and we will not leave this table till you've eaten it.
1: <laughs> That's exactly it. We're not leaving the table. I'm like, oh, for God's sake. But I normally <laughs> manage to, even, even though I'm 39, I'll still behave like the five-year-old and manage to push it off my plate and get it back somewhere else. So I don't actually Always,
2: always. There's- I would imagine over 34 years, you've learned how to hide that sprout. To eat it. exactly. It's a lot of years of experience.
1: Let's just hope mum doesn't listen.
2: <laughs> what is, I've been asking everyone this, what is the one thing you can't go without on that plate? Obviously turkeys are given, but of the little kind of accompaniments, what is the one thing you can't go without?
1: Oh, I'm torn between roast potatoes and gravy. good oh, uh, Yeah, they're both, uh, i probably have to go, oh, I don't know. I mean, both would be an absolute disaster. Um, Neither, it's not complete without either of them.
2: It's true. I, I think that's the thing, isn't it? That every single little bit of that plate makes it up. Even that one single sprout it's just needed to complete it. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be Christmas without it. That bloody sprout. I sound You're like a right. mum's side now. You yeah. Will you are, sprout
1: you? <laughs> yeah. God, I need some support, Mark. Stop, you know, <laughs> stop making it harder for me.
2: <laughs> now Christmas lunch done. What happens after that? Is it a retire to the sofas? You mentioned games before. Do you put on a bit of festive TV?
1: Yeah, so it's into the living room uh, where my brother would have done the fire. That's his job. He loves to do it because if he's doing the fire, it means he can always escape because he didn't have to be social. So he can just sort of, I'm just doing the fire so he can go into the other room and be on his own, pretend. That's his sneaky plan. Everyone's got their own little sneaky ways of finding their own space, right? So he's been keeping the fire alive. Then we go back and then, um, yeah, it's usually a bit of a downtime and then then a bit of an argument about who has to hand the presents out um, because... I've traditionally it's always been the youngest Mm. and I'm just like, well, you know, I didn't mind when I was, when I was again, when I was five, I found it quite fun. You know, that was, that was part of it. And also I could do it quickly so then I could get on to, to, you know, make it happen. Then I can open my presents quicker, but I'm kind of like,
2: you know, I've been doing this for 34 years, guys. Come on, someone else can hand out the presents once in a while.
1: Exactly. So it's a bit of a standoff where I'm just sort of taking my moral high ground and I'm sitting there um, and then, mum will probably go Ben are you going to hand the presents out and depending on my mood I'll either just cave in or
2: I'll be like I think someone else could do it this year mum like, I'd love to but that one sprout pushed me over the edge I am in mean, food cutting me right here yes
1: oh that's the line isn't it I would, if it wasn't for that sprout I'd be feeling good mum but you've, you took me over the edge and I can't do it I'm afraid See, so so. if, you,
2: if you plant that line this year next year fruition you'll get that one sprout and be like, no. either I'm doing the presents will sprout one or two <laughs> we all know what happened last year
1: You've got all the Christmas psychology tricks sorted,
2: you know. I've got it sorted for you. I'm, see, I am on your side, really. I am on your side. <laughs> it's a good trick, to
1: be fair. This it's a clever one. I just so, need to come up with something in between before, before this year so I can...
2: Exactly, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out. We'll brainstorm. Yeah, it'll be thank fun. you. So Let's Christmas see. presents done. Yeah. What sort of... If you do end up playing games, what sort of games are you playing? Uh,
1: what have we got? This what, What's it called now? Um, uh, we've got this sort of kind of it's like scrabble but with numbers um uh, i can't remember what it's called um, but it's quite good and it kind of it appeases everyone because it's not sort of too y so it doesn't my brothers don't like mm-hmm. moan about it and say no i'm not doing that but it kind of said so, you know they've got a bit of maths to kind of get their heads around and my dad but it kind of for my mum and my auntie it's still a game so they still sort of feel like they're playing there's yeah. that the trivial pursuit it kind of appeases everyone um usually it's sort of like my brother usually gets his way because he's kind of Usually the most bar humbug that he'll kick up the most fuss. So my mum's usually like, right, let's just try and avoid fuss, and if if my brother will agree to it, let's just do it. So it's generally he kind of sets the sets the tone for whatever he wants to play. We'll have to fit around him. Um, we used to do some like charades and stuff like that, but I think that's that's been vetoed by by the brother. <laughs> um,
2: so. Did it get very competitive?
1: A little bit. My 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 dad's side of the family. So my dad and my auntie, they definitely they they if they're playing, they're playing to win. So they're they're like, no, you can't do that. And we're just like, oh, really? Like, please? Like, I'm just it's meant to be a game on Christmas Day. Like, it doesn't matter. But um, and then so I might or someone else might get upset that they're getting upset. It's like what what like why are you treating it this way? Why yeah. does it matter if they're trying to just have fun on this game? um rather than it being so serious so that that's how it can descend a little bit and then the tv will go on and we'll people will sort of start to fall asleep and then you know it kind of peace peace descends again
2: and uh, is there the one person who is always first asleep mouth wide open <laughs> snoring away in the corner <laughs> i'd say it's a race between my mum and my dad and my
1: auntie it's pretty they'll all be pretty hard on it i can see it coming a mile off in any of them they'll sort of soon they'll start to get quiet and my dad's mouth will drop open his eyes will sort of just drop to the back of his head and it's you know he's he's pretty much gone mum will just as soon as mum's gone quiet she's she's you know she's on it once
2: the sherry's taken full of
1: (laughs) exactly (laughs) she thinks she's done her work and the excitement over lunch and all that's done she's kind of she's off and um yeah it's a race It's it's a race between all of them um and they yeah they're all good at it to be fair
2: to them and christmas tv are you a you know get the radio times a couple of days before highlight it figure out what you're watching or is it just a put it on see what happens or films or what is your tv viewing once they're kind of got your dad snoring in the corner your, your brother sulking because he didn't win and then what are you doing with the team
1: it's it's like again it's a real battle because we're 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 such a different family all of us are so different fundamentally my mum and my dad are so different and then their children are kind of a lot like their mum or their dad so all of us like we're all very very different and um we all like different stuff so like someone's always not happy and someone's always like oh turn it over turn it over so if we can find something that everyone likes which may be kind of the middle ground is some kind of like Only fools and horses, or Mm. you know, some old traditional kind of favourite that everyone can kind of tolerate. um, That usually wins. Um, But if Mum falls asleep, then and or my Mum and Auntie fall asleep, then the the boys, the men, will try and will probably stick some sport on or something like that, even though it's like just recurgitated highlights from fifteen years ago or something, Um, which isn't very festive again. But it kind of it's just easy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean,
2: and obviously we're talking your perfect Christmas. Let's say then you had control of the, re- of the remote. Everyone's appeased. They're like, "Yeah, Ben, just choose, choose whatever you want." What are you putting on? I would love um, oh, such a good question.
1: If I'm feeling festive at the time, I'd love a like. I don't know a, fe- a, a good film, um, a good festive film, which I don't really know many of. But if someone said, "Oh, this is a really great film," I'd love to get into one of them. Um, but otherwise. Um, the like another easy kind of background kind of if we're not too intense if we're kind of chatting and we're watching playing a game or something i love like a david attenborough nature always nice. like i never go wrong with that so not too festive yeah. but it always it's always good um i'm just not bothered about the queen's speech eastenders um no, no. any of that stuff it's like oh this is actually how i don't want to spend my christmas that's a bit harsh to the queen to be fair but um <laughs> But definitely, like EastEnders or any of that stuff. I'm just like, nah, doesn't, no, thanks.
2: Yeah, I know what you mean. I've never, I've, a Queen's speech, my mum will always want to watch. Well, I'll always end up watching it every year. Mm. Um, Even though it's kind of like, it's not like she's going to say anything outrageous. It's Mm -hmm. not like we're going to watch this in one year. She's going to go, now, one for Christmas this year, (laughs) would love you all to go and get pissed. Like, you're not suddenly going to get that from her. It's kind of like, we all know it's going to be the same. (laughs) regurgitated stuff every year. Yeah. Um but I will watch it because it keeps my mum happy. But I, I, I'm with you. I can't de- I can't deal with these senders at the best of time. But nah. let alone on Christmas day, a Christmas special, nah. which is going to be dramatic and depressing. Yeah. Like just give me something easy and fun and festive.
1: So what, what would you go for? I feel like I need inspiration. I need ideas because I'm clueless. Um That's
2: I mean, good. on Christmas um, my, my family tend to like if there's a Christmas special of like Doctor Who or of um, having just bash these centers like Doctor Who or Downton Abbey or something like that if they're on then they'll watch it or call the midwife mm. kind of the typical things that they'll watch through the year if there's Christmas special those but so you know, we don't watch a lot of TV actually on Christmas Day we are um, a lot more uh, have some music on in the background have a bottle of wine open maybe play a few games and just sort of, just sort of ch- sit and chat <laughs> rather than we're very much a music in the whole house sort of family yeah so from when we kinda. wake up all the way through there'll just be music in every room just a bit of you know start off with a bit of there's the same christmas album we'll play which i just swear my parents have had for like 79 years even though they're not that old uh it feels like they've had it for that long they still and play then, records oh yes they really are um you know they'll put that on because that's sort of the christmas morning tradition and then yeah then just christmas music through the day and it will vary from a bit of you know buble and sinatra through to some you know carol stuff through to uh, some instrumental sort of jazzy Christmas, so it will kind of change through the day to match the vibe, but yeah. it's very much a sort of Christmas music in the background sort of thing.
1: I like that. That's great for me. Cause that's, that's part of it. Like that, that's what I'm going to, I'm going to suggest this year. No TV. I mean, I'll get it. My brother will hate me. But.
2: I, I like it because it means that if there is, you know, if you have suddenly run out of conversation, which let's face it, it happened. Hmm. It's, you know, there's not silence there in the background. But there's you can sit there and enjoy the music, but mm. also it means that at no point are you kind of like, are you watching this? Are you not watching this? Can I talk? Can I not yeah. talk? Yeah, which is quite nice. It's way
1: better. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Really nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and bring that forward. Last year, my brother just kept had Sky News on all day, and um,
2: nothing happens on Christmas Day, does it? No. Wow. Well, there are
1: a few shocking things happen that are just really horrible and not mm. like you know really sad stories. And I'm just like, I've really don't want to see this but like uh, I'm, I'm like you know it's it's horrible and i'm sad for this family And i don't want to be you know rude about it but I, I this is not really the mood that i'm looking to take into my christmas day um yeah i know what you
2: mean but i think I so. News. we're I'm, in a weird way i'm quite lucky so my sister is a journalist so there's almost a news ban over christmas because any point we talk about news that's work for her and she's like nope i'm off work i don't want to talk about it so you just kind of shut we just shut off from the news it's great
1: nice that's good yeah that's good see my brother works in finance so he loves loves to keep up to date with everything going on because it's all affecting everything yeah really, just, can... just don't want it just be like,
2: have a day off mate have a day off <laughs> exactly
1: um, so anything but sky news any Eastenders, basically for me
2: yeah I think that's fair mm. in your perfect Christmas are there any other traditions that you would want to take across oh <sighs> um anything else that i'd love
1: to to i mean i the, the christmas swim is a is a good one i'm i'm happy with that um i games like i like lo- like what i've said to you really like i love the combo of swim lunch um little rest presents um games um music and then maybe like a film sort of towards you know bedtime that for me is like perfect you know nothing to OTT, but just a really nice progressive day of family time, low-key, relaxing, Christmassy.
2: Here we go. We spoke about the three Fs earlier, family, friends, and fun. These are the three Ss. Simple, strip back, and swim.
1: Nice. You're good at this. I'm glad that we didn't ask for four Fs or four Ss. I don't know what else. I know. I
2: was was out (laughs) of that point. (laughs) I've got got no more more words that begin with F or S. Probably a good thing. Uh, Ben, two more things before you go. Firstly... You of course have your own brilliant podcast, The Naked Professors. Tell us a little bit about it for those who haven't heard it.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I feel so lucky to have this because oh, it's it's a beautiful um, space that we sit in uh, and really just facilitate real conversations. We find out really how people are. We find out about the good and the bad in their lives. What's actually kind of celebrating? What's actually good? So really like sitting in the space and hearing what's challenging and like having a conversation that rarely happens in society, like talking about what's going on within our inner world, rather than all the things we're doing, how are we being? And um, I think it's quite rare, I get the sense that all the guests that come on and have a chat with us, like never really have those conversations. And um, I feel like they're often quite grateful, and it's quite a sacred space for them. So yeah, I just feel very lucky to, to, to have these conversations with interesting people about real things that really matter.
2: And we'll put a link to the podcast in the description for this podcast if you're listening and you want to check out The Naked Professors, which you absolutely should do, then just click on the link in the podcast description. Ben, final thing from me. Merry Christmas. I hope you have a great one. I know that it's going to be a bit weird this year. As you said, you can't have as many rounds. You probably can't uh, do the same, some of the same things that you're used to. But I hope you have a wonderful Christmas and a brilliant new year. And let's hope 2021 is a bit better for us all.
1: Oh, thank you, Martin. And likewise, enjoy the tunes and um, yeah, enjoy the day. and um, happy Christmas to you too How up?
0: What was that?